we all wound up on Tatooine. That's where we found this boy. So then there's a pod race. <laughs> And Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can do it. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. Nerd on. What is everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome, and Corey and I are now holding hands. You know it. Today we are celebrating a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in the 20th anniversary of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. I stepped out of the room when I choreographed that. Yeah. Actually, Dang. we didn't. We didn't. That was great. Oh, wow. That, that was, was just that was completely random. Yeah. Nice. But we have been saying that all day. Yeah. But um, let me introduce the host. I'm going to do it myself because I said it that way. So yeah. I'm going to do that. So yeah. that's Corey. Hi, I'm Corey. <laughs> that's Caitlin. Hi, I'm Caitlin. That's Ali. Ali. Hi. And I'm that's Tom. 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 And I am Josh. And this episode <laughs> is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. I just wanted to be involved. Yeah. If you are new to Patreon, <laughs> Patreon is a membership service in which you can support your favorite creators, say like Nerd On, and in supporting them, you get goodies like bonus episodes, access to a Discord server that is always hopping, it seems. Um, Behind fans, the scenes. Yeah. Fans. One hot tomato. Fans are talking to us, other fans, about all sorts of different things, anime, comic books, movies, even personal stuff, like family stuff that's going on, which is fun. Um, but yeah, you can check that out at nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Join the Nerdon Nation today. Mm. Do it. That was mm. awesome. If you want. So yeah. who's going to, should Do I? It. Do it. Should you? Should we? So what's happening next? So, I mean, it is the 20th anniversary yeah. of a film, and the film is a completed piece of work. Yes, it is. Uh, so that means at the end, we're going to rate it, which means right now we're going to guess that grump. My mom's gone. That's sad. Oh, and that's sad. It's really sad. It's real sad. You want some rock ice? Yeah. You want some rock salt? Okay. So guess that grump, if you're new to the show, is a segment where at the end of the episode, we're going to rate it at a one out of five. Uh, one being the lowest, five being the highest. And all of us, no matter how high it is, if uh, they rate it the lowest in the group, they are the grump of the week. Even if it's a 4.9. Yes. Uh, we encourage everyone at home to play along and send us who you thought would have been the grump before the episode ends. And also send us what you think out of one out of five of yeah. this film or piece of work that we're rating today. Since I explain, I will go first. And I think the grump is going to be Caitlin. What? Wow. Corey really loves Star Wars. Ollie really likes Star Wars. Josh likes a lot of things. You tend to have gripes about a lot of things that are very like small. Things. That's I do have gripes wow. about very small things. Yeah, but, way yeah. to generalize. Uh, it's he's called not wrong. Research. <laughs> it's called a read. Yeah. You want to go next, Ollie? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Boy. Tom. Boy. <laughs> wow. I think Tom's gonna be the grump. Wow. wow. Swollest grump in all the land. So that's grump. one for Caitlin, one for Tom. Okay, <laughs> I am going to pick Ollie. Oh, hi, hi. One for Ollie. So that's one across the board over here so far. Mm-hmm. You don't pick Josh. One for Josh. All right. You can't pick yourself, Corey. So it's not an even spread. Yeah, I'm totally gonna pick myself. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pick he, his favorite character is Jar Jar Binks. What are you talking about? Uh, 
Who's a Yuna? Who's a gonna pixa? Oh, it's either Ollie or Caitlin for me right now. Really? Yeah. Callie, Collie. Uh, Caitlin. I'll do Caitlin. I'm that's, sorry. Because uh, you said Collie. Yeah. That's actually a, a, yeah. a female call. So there you go. Um, that's 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 where we end. We end with two on Caitlin, one on Josh, one on Ali, one on Tom. So ready for not this. on Corey. Not on Corey. I wonder why. I wonder, well, I wonder what shirt Maybe he's wearing right now. Maybe because you kept saying, "I'm so giddy. I'm so excited to do yeah, this episode. I am very so excited stoked. To do this episode. Can't Corey wait. Is it's wearing be a Star great. Wars shirt. I am. Ollie is wearing a Star Wars hoodie, and I am wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yeah. So it is a little interesting. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that. that's happening. But didn't with, even notice. With that, we go into our next segment, which is a complete spoiler. Is going to be our first impressions and initial reactions. Yes, yes. The film. So let's go back in time. Think about the time where we watched <laughs> the movie first. <laughs> Doesn't have to be in theater, but just try to remember when we were those wee things that just came out. Oh, of, I remember. You know, it. I remember it in theaters. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay, so when I was a kid. 40 years we ago. We love 40 years ago. Forty <laughs> <laughs> years. Well. Like 30 years ago. Um, no, I was a big, uh, my family were big fans of Star Wars. Uh, like we had those, we had the gold and the silver VHS mm. of, of like the original. Like we've, yeah. go back to our original trilogy episode and check it out. Wow. Okay. Um, but we talked about Finger those. guns. Finger guns. <laughs> Lightning with my fingers. Um, no. Um, so big into Star Wars, period. And then this was announced. Yeah. And I, killed I, was, a man. I was 12 or 13 <laughs> at the time, and it blew my mind. Yeah. Like, I was so excited. I, unfortunately, I didn't have it anymore, but I was going to put up the Phantom Menace poster oh, that I had. Yeah. That I got when it, and the Phantom Mentalist. You don't have it anymore? No, I'm going to have to look at my poster bin again, because I think that I do, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, but anyway... So the hype for this was real too. Oh, dude. Okay. Can do you remember seeing the trailer and the moment Darth Maul turns on the other side of his lightsaber? Yeah. I lost my goddamn mind. I was yeah. like, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's so funny is like people were paying full price to see the movie that this trailer was going to be in and then walking out just so they could see this trailer. Yeah. The mm-hmm. hype for this was insane. There's no YouTube. And so for me, yet. no YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I remember seeing it and I was just, fucking floored fans I, were asking for it the studio was asking for it like only one that said no is probably george lucas yeah so it was up to him and i was so excited and this was the first time they introduced episodes episode one um but i just and then when i i saw it and i walked out again i'm i'm a i'm a little kid i just lost my so mind it was so good yeah and then like all of the Star Wars merchandise, Legos revamped and they had um, Star Wars Legos. I mean, it was just like, and I was way into Legos and it was just like, there's this reawakened Star Wars yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for me, it reawakened Star Wars. For me, it's like, okay, there's more. Mm-hmm. To so, me, yeah, to me, I kind of felt like it created the validity for people to say their religion is Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't have more than three movies, you can't say. Yeah, <laughs> and you finally have some science behind it with the midichlorians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and Jesus, baby. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I love the midichlorians. Uh, you people do? give it shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I'll I don't go, see why it's a bad. I thing. want to stand back. I'll go first. Oh, I'll go next because I, I think I have the I shortest have a bad feeling about this. Well, also I'm like the youngest one, so like it's actually a really big blur. Um, yeah. Because I remember well, watch- you were like nine, right? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. 1999, eight. I was eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, that's but, like nine. Yeah. Almost 12. Basically 15. Yeah. Um, I had the black VHS okay. set. So I was like, <laughs> and then when they came out remastered in theaters with those stupid CGI additions, I made my mom buy the tickets and go to it. 
I remember going to the Taco Bell when it was the ugly logo, orange, brown, and green, mm-hmm. uh, and getting the, the little Happy Meal wannabes, you know, for the Star Wars stuff, and I loved it. Um, and then watching this, you know, like to me, Darth Maul was just the coolest looking thing. I didn't think of anybody. Yeah. Still fucking is. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know who. The, Park. I don't know who I the heck Obi Wan. I don't know who Qui Gon is. Because to me, these were just like these are the good guys with the lightsabers yeah. and st- like that's all it was. They're not even good guys, right? And then um, the Jedi later, and the Sith aren't different. Yeah, and then watching the original, like what's that mean? It's like this has all happened before, and I was like, oh. And the CGI, like being seeing it back then. I mean, I, yes, comparing it from CGI now, but seeing it then, you're like. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, even seeing it now, it's all like, damn, that was real good, baby. Yeah. For 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. real yeah. good. And mm-hmm. um, Sebulba was like my favorite character because he had the dopest <laughs> speeder. Yeah. And he had the coolest design to me. Uh, but also, uh, it made me want to go to every single arcade uh, place and play a pod racing game. Yep. That pod racing on the Nintendo 64? I mm. played that so much. Um, but yeah, uh, I as a kid, it, it was just more like, this is in the same stuff. I had no idea it was connected until I saw a poster after I watched it. And the poster was of Anakin with the shadow of Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. And it's the greatest Any poster kid. I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> he Whoa. reached behind you and grabbed the um, the DVD or the Blu-ray set. So oh, I yes. want to. It oh, has. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the. It's probably got that on the, there. Uh, yeah, dun, yeah dun, we'll just leave that in the dun, middle dun, there. Dun, 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 dun. It's kind of, kind of like that. But anyway. Yeah. Close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was Hype Town USA. So. My my dad, I, I grew up watching all the Star Wars over and over and over again. Not only at my my dad's house, but with my grandma as well. When she would pick us up from school, it was like, all right, which one of the three Star Wars is I going to watch today? Um, and so going into this, I was old enough to, to comprehend that. I was like, this is a pre... My dad explained it to me, and he was like, you know, I saw the original one at a drive-thru, and I snuck Holy in someone's balls. trunk, and like I got in for free because we didn't know what it was going to be. And wow. it was like, blew everyone's mind in 1977 or 9, or I forget which yeah. one it is. Uh, but he's like, he was he was as excited as I was, right? He mm-hmm. At the time, yeah. he was 30, I want to say 37. So he was like oh, wow. pumped. Yeah. So he took me to go see this, and I, like Josh, lost my goddamn mind. It was the first time I had seen lightsaber battles that were like real. Yeah. Well, this got to be the first time for us. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. like the like one hit here, one hit there. It was a medieval fight. The closest we got was Return of the Jedi when Luke gets like angry, right? Yeah. But that's uh, still very like medieval fighting. This, this is like very This samurai-ish. we got like Ray Park, who's like arguably one of like the best choreographed fighters in cinema, at least in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And you had Ewan McGregor who gave 120% to every. Like there's some behind the scenes stuff where he bent his practice stabs because he was like so into it and he wanted to do it real time he's like i don't want them to speed anything up i want to be able to like and he also went do it they had to ask him to stop making the sounds (laughs) they're like well we'll add that in later you know um so for me this was this was fucking awesome um i think as a kid i probably thought jar jar binks was the funniest thing in the world and i I still don't hate him really um and i think the actor did like with what the actor was given like he was given a script with this character he fucking knocked it out of the park came up with a really unique beautiful character um it's annoying at times, yeah, but it's nothing to do with him. It's a lot of the writing. Yeah, um, for sure. But for me, this is like, this movie embodies the entire theme of the Star Wars universe, at least up until Return of the Jedi. And I'll go into that a little later. So I have, even rewatching this, I'm like, is it, it's probably the worst of the Star Wars films, but I fucking love this movie. But it's more Star Wars- I've said this to Corey. It's more Star Wars than some of the newer Star Wars films. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Like mm. some of the anthologies are less mm. Star Wars. Even Argue with this. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're more their own movies. Um, plus, you got you got like 
first of all, Obi uh, Obi Wan played by Ewan McGregor. You got Qui Gon Jinn with Quite. Liam Neeson's. Natalie Portman's in it. Well, you got all like, the original stars too. You got yeah. Frank Oz. You got mm-hmm. uh, Warwick. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Who plays Palpatine? Yeah. I can't remember his name right now. I that like I lost my mind when yeah. I saw him in the movie and I knew the, the name original and I knew Palpatine the connection, came back. I was like, "What? What's happening? <laughs> what is happening?" Uh, and then I just want to give a special shout out, and I'll I'll expand this later. But that fucking podcast, a uh, podcast, pod race scene, that podcast, pod nerd, on podcast, podcast? <laughs> nerd on the podcast, nerd on the podcast, nerd on. But the pod racing scene is phenomenal for a number of reasons, and we'll go into that later. Ian McDermott, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember mm-hmm. seeing this, and it was. I grew up watching Star Wars. So like yeah. that was something my dad liked and we watched it all all of the movies over and over and over again. So and I had friends who were like reading the books and everything. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about, you know, Star Wars and everything. And then when these movies came out, they were like, oh, I don't know. And then we saw it and like I was a kid. I fucking loved it. It yeah. was great. And I liked the movie. Um, but I fell in love with Darth Maul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, did too. That was all those horns. All those mm-hmm. horns and those yellow teeth. Edge and eyes. Lord, <laughs> red and black. Like of course that you know. That failing liver for his eyes. Oh yeah, that was that was great. Uh, no, I mean everything about it was everything I remembered from the movies that I had grown up watching, but like a newer spin, and there was like it was a lot brighter too. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that makes so, sense. So yeah, George talked about this. He was like, because this is before the fall of the Republic, like. I wanted this to feel like a period piece. So they used on location things like a huge cat. One of the oldest and largest castles in Italy was used as the uh, uh, palace and stuff like that. And they for shot Nabu. it up with real droids. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> uh, so it's just stuff like that. It is, it's brighter on, on purpose because it's, yeah. it's yeah. when the Republic is quote unquote thriving. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and they did a very, very good job with that. Mm-hmm. And it, I remember nothing but warm, fuzzy feelings about this movie. Like how cool is their ship? I know. Yeah. That reflective totally that's reflective. The Capri Sun one? Oh, so the, good. Yeah, the Capri Sun. That's exactly what I thought the first time yeah. I saw it. I was like, is this Capri? That's, oh, that's who the, ship? the Silver yeah. Surfer is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ollie, right? For me, it's it's pretty pretty blurry as far as like yeah. what that day was. I just remember um not really was like that when you were tripping on acid? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. At the right well, it was also like uh, jet lag <laughs> from going from different countries. Uh, yeah. I know it was uh was shout out to my uncle. Went with my uncle. Cool your uncle. uncle. Um, cool uncle Kevin. So, show some R-rated films. Yeah, show me my first R-rated film. Uh, I hadn't seen Star Wars until they re-released in theaters. Oh, wow. So I saw them in theaters. Dope. Um, uh, and then we saw Phantom Menace as well. So I know I went with him. Um, and I remember really enjoying it and being like uh, really amazed with like the special effects. And I liked the design of like Naboo. And uh, I really liked the Naboo... Uh, like fighters and yeah. the, the jets that they have, the yellow ones. Prince Ali Boo Boo. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just really like most, pretty much every aspect of it. I just really didn't like, I remember even the then not loving the Gungans just in general. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was just like they looked too silly or cartoonish or I just, I just didn't like laugh at anything that they were doing. Um, and I felt like well, it was. Well, a lot of their humor is like body sound humor. Yeah. And yeah. it. And like, right, and like, that stuff, I was like, eh. I get it because well, okay. it just reminded me of the special effects from the three other movies that yeah. I had just seen, where I felt like they added zero to the movie, and it was kind of a little bit of that where I felt like some in some instances, like I didn't, I felt like it was unnecessary, like too many jokes, almost to the point where, 
we're like I wanted to be a bit more serious, but like I don't know. I think overall though, overall, we'll, we'll but I loved little, it. It, yeah. it was like Darth Maul, Duel of the Fates, oh, but, uh, score. But also, I think yeah. we should talk. We'll talk about it a little bit after we get through everything. We until we get to our meat and potatoes. But like, there's I think there's a good reason why it all happened the way it was. Yeah. Um. So that's everyone's initial reaction. Yeah. 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 Production. So, brief synopsis. Right. <laughs> why do I always think? Well, because it doesn't say it here. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should add it back and, in, John. Yeah. Also, right. shout out creative title. Yeah, Phantom Menace sounds dope. Yeah. All, all yeah, the names sound dope. And it's, oh, it's so good. Phantom Menace is great. All of the names. A, it plays on a bunch of different dope. themes in the movie. Yeah. Uh, everyone at home, just everyone listening, if you hear any weird m- movement, it's because we're swatting flies or some of that. Summer's out, baby. Bun's out, gun's out, sun's out. Go on. There you go. Oh, <laughs> so I'll do the uh, brief synopsis. I think it might be easiest if I do it from the point of view of Obi-Wan. So okay. a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, Naboo was under an attack. I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. The response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas and met Jar Jar and Bosnas. We took Obongo from the scene and we went to Thede to see the Queen. We all wound up on Tatooine. That's where we found this boy. So then there's a pod race <laughs> And Qui-Gon Jinn. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. But I just wanted to do that because it covers everything in the first part of the film in like four lines. Um, And uh, so basically there's this uh, pod race and Qui-Gon bets like on the boy if they... Freedom. Yeah, if if he wins, they're free. And he gets the boy free, but not the mom. And she's like, it's fine. Go be a Jedi. Sure, leave me to die. Uh, Then the Jedi Council's like... We won't We're not going to train him. Because he's, he's too fearful. He's full of hate and fear. Do you want to do it? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It's yeah. all you if you want. Um, uh, Star Wars ensues. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, you find out that there is a Sith that has returned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes and fights Qui-Gon as soon as they're getting the boy off the planet. That kind of thing. And then fast forward just a little bit more. There's a lot of democracy that happens. Uh, a lot of democracy. When I was younger, it was the bo- most boring thing. Now I find it probably one of the more interesting parts of the story. That's why you start liking Star Trek when you're older. Yeah. Uh, and then you get Anakin flying a ship and literally saving the day at the age of like nine, which was unheard of at the time. And you get your one of the greatest lightsaber duels until like... I'd say Return of the Sith, the end of Return of the Sith. Scoring with Duel of the Fates. You get that Darth Maul fight with Qui-Gon mm-hmm. Jinn and Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon Jinn dies and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And uses, Darth Maul doesn't. Uses the force and he right. pulls himself back up using his master's blade and cuts him in half. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to train him in memory of my honor. I'm going to train, train the kid. And uh, cool. yeah, the day is saved. Star Wars, episode one, Phantom Menace. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. That was quick. That's real quick. Wow. Ever yeah. Ever Thanks, Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I left out the big battle on uh, Naboo yeah. with the Gungans, but Some Gungans yeah. they probably should have as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so that brings us now to the production. Yes. Uh, so distributed by 20th Century Fox before, you know, bought by Disney. Uh, director jo- George Lucas, who was best known to do the Indiana Jones films as well as the, you know, writer for the original Star Wars films. Uh, producer Rick McCallum, who did uh, Young Indiana Jones TV series. Yeah. And then all of the uh, original Star Wars films and uh, the later on pre- uh, prequel films that would have to follow after this film. The writer, writers, only George Lucas. So that's really cool. Screenwriter, no. Story, no. All George Lucas. He has a writing credit. Cast, Liam Neeson's, um, <laughs> who we know from Taken, Chronicles of Narnia as uh, Jesus Lion. And, as uh, Lion, uh, for uh, those yes. that don't know what that is. Jesus Lion. Uh, he dies on a t- like a testament. Anyways, uh, Love Actually. Buddy. 
Yeah. And, and Batman begins as Raish or Raz Al Ghul. However you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, we have Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan. Uh, oh boy. Who is uh, from Big Fish, Train Spotting, and Moulin Rouge. Whoa. Mm. Uh, for, wow. Yeah. Whoa. The full circle. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Flashback Port- to our Train Spotting episode. Natalie Portman, <laughs> uh, who we first saw her hit this big screen or big splash Leon. with Leon the Professional. Oh, so or good. As some, oh. Is just a professional. Uh, later on, after this film and other films, went to uh, study psychology, then did V for Vendetta. Yeah. Uh, and then came back, or did that study psychology? Then came back to do Black There's Swan, s- get that Academy Award, baby. There's so many. Now she's a mom. Kira Knightley, mom. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. There's uh, so many. Jake Lloyd, it's who plays Anna Kid. Yep. Uh, Ian McD- McDermott, Dermid, uh, who plays uh, Shiev. Yep. Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pernilla August, who's the mom. But um, and Shmi? Ahmed Best, who plays. Shout out to that dude. Like, Shiev. I love that guy. Sorry, the guy who played. Uh, uh, Jar Jar, like I, this is I, I know he got a lot of hate and stuff like that, and I feel so bad for him because it's yeah. again, it's not. I love him. I've, if you've ever seen him in interviews, he seems like the nicest fucking guy I've ever met. Yeah, like I just feel awful. And we also get Sofia Cop- Coppola. No, yeah, in the film. And uh, you say no? Wait, Sofia Coppola. Who does she play? She plays. Who did she play? Uh, one th- of the handmaidens, I think. And uh, that's not the one I was pointing at. Though. You're pointing at Kira Knight. Yeah, I know. And Corey she's, said that she's pa- she's the Padme. Yeah. she's Padmame. Um, and we get our first appearance of the purple wielding master, Samuel oh. L. L. Jackson. Jackson. Which mother? He asked, "Can I have a purple yes, lightsaber?" And, and then clone. George was like, well, "I don't know. Knowing. They're either green or they're blue or they're red." And he's like, "But I'm like the I, baddest fucking Jedi next I want, to I just Yoda." Want to see myself. And then he said he came back to do reshoots, and George was like, "I want to show you something." And he had a purple lightsaber, and he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then the internet hated it. Yeah, oh. which they were wrong about. Yeah, so they are. They're still are. <laughs> it's, it's the coolest. It's the color thing. I would have for my life. It's the stage. coolest thing. Like, it get is. over yourself. It's yeah. a color. Yeah. yeah. Now it's they fun. have like forty colors, and yeah, no one of cares. Of course not. There's yellow. There's orange. There's different green. kinds. Somebody of has different kinds of greens. There's viridian. Like teal. Um, yeah, silver, black. I do want to open the floor a little bit about like we talked about our initial reactions as well as like where the state of the world was when these films came out. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people. I think a lot of negative reviews came out uh, like weeks later. And I think the funny thing about it is that when the first, the film first hit, like uproarious applause. No yeah. one hated the film. There was nothing but positive things. And then two weeks later on, that's when the downpour of all the like negative reviews came in. Mm. And it's kind of funny. That actually played in part with every single Star Wars film that happened afterwards. Nothing but good. Two weeks later, all the negative ones. Yeah. We're now in our you know 2019 world, 20 years later. Um, we get the negative first, and then we get the positive later. Your fate on. is yeah. sealed before the yeah, opens. which is really interesting, and it's kind of like it's because everyone just has these rose tinted glasses for Star Wars films, and rightfully so, because you know it changed the way that we see sci-fi, sci-fi. dramas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the funny thing as well is well, that like, I, I get, just to speak on that a little bit, is I also think that there is a bit of a I'm going to call them baggage glasses, where it's it's, it's where you don't sleep a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Susan Strand um, and Vince Vaughn. Oh, the the original Star Wars but holds them, such a the original Star Wars holds such a place in people's hearts that because they saw them as kids, they saw them as kids, and so when they see these kinds of things, nothing can be better. Nothing can, yeah, nothing can be better, and it's it they are glasses, mm-hmm. and it clouds anything else that could be seeing new stuff it's like beer goggles with poison goggles it's like okay so the analogy i used to have is when i was growing up my dad used to make the best fucking ribeyes i've ever had in my life and mm. to, to this day i still think they're my favorite ribeyes oh. but i used to think that i was like 
well, I can't like this because it's not as good. Mm. And then I grew up and was like, wait, that's dumb. I yeah. still love steak. I just can extra love the one my dad makes. Yeah. And I can still appreciate this ribeye from this place. I thought you were going to say, and then I made a better one. No. <laughs> I still haven't. I still haven't been able to I would say it yet. goes a little deeper than that. I think, um, as we'll probably talk about, I think these movies are good at, um, the prequels are good at like wrapping up with a really good climactic Mm-hmm. Like sequence or series yeah. of sequences yeah. I need to get that, the next one. that like leave you with a good taste in your mouth. Yeah, like at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like no matter how boring, quote unquote, or whatever it was up until that point, and that pays you know, off well. Going about this episode, I didn't do like a lot of like a, analytical research. I just went more back like a time capsule like research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I forgot about all of the childlike Ewok films. In mm-hmm. TV episodes, yeah. or and, just Ewoks in general, yeah, like, like Battle for Endor. Well, or something like, like no, they have like young called. Ewok adventure the TV show yeah. where like Richard, and they had a movie that was just Ewoks. Well, it was like Richard Warwick was like he was like the main Ewok, and he was like Warwick this, Davis. Warwick Davis, yeah, and his character was named like Frank or Ewok Warwick. Yeah, it's dumb. Anyways, but he's like the movie or the entire story is pretty much him escorting two human kids back to their families. Yeah, yeah, oh. and it's things like that where it's like. When people say like, oh, the Gungans are dumb or like this is like a child family movie and it's like not Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, well, where else did you see the franchise going? Like George Lucas definitely signed off and saying like, yeah, you can do this with my franchise and making it like these kind of happy, jovial like programmers. So it's kind of like it to me, it almost felt like, did you not expect that? Yeah. But secondly, like when George Lucas went about to make this film, you know, there was a lot of political things happening at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's the reason why the whole trade federation was going on because in current political times, like the allegory is made where like there was a lot of um, taxation as well as like the, the free trade was being like scrutinized during the, during the time of. And so he wanted to connect to that. Yeah. And um, I mean, also like Rwanda was happening at the same time. Oh, so yeah. like there's things that were playing in part to what caused him to like write and like create this film at the same time. So it's, mm. It's actually like compared to the original series, it's trying to have a lot more message in it than the other ones. The other ones are a little yeah. bit more just kind of like They're the hero's journey. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. also like the most you get out of it is that like the stormtroopers are Blitzkrieg and like the Empire is the Nazi army. Yeah. And he wanted to show how like how a peaceful republic be- could become that. Mm-hmm. And I think with all those messages, like people just wanted I just want lightsabers. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so that I think that's a, a tough boy did we get a tough thing that so happened. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it's I, I, I'm always kind of amazed when it comes to the Star Wars mishigash that goes on. I mean, now we have the internet. I mean, we mm-hmm. had the internet then, but not as prevalent as it is now, where somebody can go on an Instagram or a Facebook or something like that and just woo spit vitriol. Yeah, yeah, and well, it's, it's easy. And like I'm, I'm of, and we'll find a segment to get into this, but I am in defense of. These films. I know they get a lot of hate and a lot of shit, but mm-hmm. I love them. I think they do really well at tying with the themes of the original trilogy. And I can get into that in depth. If you want a big in depth video, maybe I can make that later on. Let us know. But yeah. um but it it's really true to heart with the other films. And like I think there was some missteps with relying too heavily on comedy at, at some points. Mm-hmm. Um but again, it's it's also f- a family film. Yeah. Um, and it, that happened with the Ewoks. Like people back in the day hated Ewoks. And now they're like beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just because it was different. Funny um, thing for me, I'm not like yeah. a, as big a defender as you are. But so when I was a kid and rewatching all the movies, I rewatched Jedi the most. Yeah. Remember, mm. I, we talked about this on yeah. our episode. Yeah. 
And so when I watched this, it didn't affect me that much. Yeah. You know? So Same. I was already geared towards it, it. I just, it didn't affect me. The Gungans don't bother me as much. Um, there are some things like when he comes up and he's like, you're in big doo-doo. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's bad stuff there, but yeah. it's like whatever. But it didn't, it didn't take me out of it. So, mm. And we'll, yeah. I'll find a segment in here to get into that, maybe during the favorite parts or something. Favorite parts? Speaking favorite, of. Or speaking of. Favorite parts. what I meant to say. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, Josh, go ahead. We talked a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, favorite parts for me, I mean, the, the two biggest ones that really hit me in the head are the pod race and the last uh, lightsaber battle. Can we Those talk about the pod race? Yeah. For a sec? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and how phenomenal it is that 12 minutes of it have no music, no scoring whatsoever. Yeah. It's all sound The scoring designed. is the sound. Yeah. And Which it's is, because the thing I like about it is it's a new thing. No one had ever seen pod racing before. It's yeah. crazy. Like blew my mind. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. The game mm-hmm. was the best. But the score doesn't tell you how you should feel. Mm. At any point, something True. can go terribly wrong or terribly right. And you wouldn't be able to know. Yeah. Your your emotions aren't. The music doesn't start until it's just Sebulba, Sebulba yeah. and Anakin. And then it's like a dun 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 dun. You're like, what is happening? Um, and for me, that's really important to the scene. And I thought that was a really strong choice. Well, I mean, the thing about Star Wars that me as a as a post-production audio engineer, Star Wars is, I think, the epitome of sound design. Like the benchmark? The benchmark, like mm. the things that went ranch. into it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, so that scene, it's... it's I, amazing. When I'm mixing something or if I'm designing something, I, I really want... There's, there's a play that happens between the sound effects and the music and sometimes music can replace sound effects because they don't need it or sometimes sound effects can create the soundtrack right and that's what happened in this where you're you're actually you're the the feel of the scene is the like the just the yeah i mean it's yep. everything that's happening that. you're coming up right up against them all the details that are happening within the the pod the pod racers like everything that's happening has a sound to it and it's unique and it's like, yeah, maybe it's yeah. something else, Each like a coffee maker different. or something. But it's like it's, it's you're in it, and that's what I like. Can I add to that a little bit, yeah. like a film theory standpoint? Um, so in film theory, we talk about the diegesis of the film, and that when you see it and you hear at the same time, like if I see someone talking and I hear them talk, that's called diegetic sound. And okay. It's in the frame. If I hear someone talking and I can't see it, it's the non-diegetic. And so everything outside the frame is that. And so I like what you talk about how like Star Wars is the benchmark for that because and I've talked I've said the same verbiage to you. It's like you create a very good soundscape. And I like where it's kind of like I feel like I'm in a three dimensional world, not because like the only thing in front of me is making noise, but everything around me is making yeah. noise. Mm-hmm. It's and, it's the sound you that's I like that word soundscape. Yeah. It's so you're not my my teachers in audio school were also like read the screen, mm-hmm. but also read the scene, mm-hmm. like what is going on yeah. around it. Mm. That's like backgrounds. Like if you watch a movie and you're like really paying attention, you're going to hear, especially in 5.1, you're going to hear like what's going on. Yeah. And like with this, you've got crowds, you've got the the desert. I mean, you've got, it's just, it's such a, yeah. Well, and for, yeah. Me, for me, I have a really critical eye towards that kind of thing. And like, Ollie, I know that. I've joked about it and we, we talked about it and I agree and I love when a good score swells and all that stuff mm-hmm. but that sometimes tells me that like the filmmaker thinks the score is more important than the sound inside of it yeah. and so usually the sound that's inside of it is the driving force yeah. and when you have that feeling I know that the filmmaker is more confident in that because if you lead your sound to lead everything that means you don't think your frame is telling the story strongly it's interesting that comes up a lot I've heard that a lot with the with the prequels and I kind of agree with it as far as like 
um, relying a little too much on on maybe the music. Yeah. But it's a, it's a line to tell. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's the entire the entire Star Wars franchise does because the music is so phenomenal. Yeah, well, which I is one of my I think it's a crutch. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's an, and a I choice. think the way they use it, like I like to say, like the sound is a, almost like a lighting. It mm-hmm. it sets a different mood for it. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like you get the red and blues, but then also you get the sound, so it's like oranges and greens, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I get it. Favorite parts? Uh, I you know it's it's a it's I guess a dark horse of it. Any part with Natalie Portman as that as a hand. Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. Not because of like how sweet she is with uh, Anakin, but because of her interplay with uh, Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like when she's like, Princess Amidala wouldn't like this. Like, well, she doesn't have to know. And then she just gives him the fuck you eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, that's really cool. I was like, this is really good. And like, I was rewatching it recently and I just noticed how like that whole scene where they're on Tatooine and it's just Qui-Gon, Padme and the kid and yeah. not no Obi-Wan. And it really shows those dynamics play. Mm-hmm. And Padme kills it a lot of the time. Like, yeah, I yeah. like how she's very, like, you know, we shouldn't be here. But also, like, she has that very nurturing mindset. But she's also, like, remember the mission. And Qui-Gon's kind of like the Obi-Wan, you know, the old school Obi-Wan where it's like, I don't know. Let's find out what happens. Yeah. Just really quick backtrack. Uh, same sound designer as the originals. Yeah. Nice. Oh, of course. Wow. Dude, of course. George Lucas is like, I'm making the movies. Like, yeah. all right, let's go on. And he also did like Indiana Jones yeah. and some of those. All the so. Lucasfilm LTDs. Yeah. Um, I want to bring sense. it back to the Darth Maul lightsaber fight that you brought yeah. up and we, we moved on from uh, because <laughs> Caitlin loves as well, I'm assuming. Is that your one of your favorite parts? That yeah. is the Is that favorite. is your favorite part? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it for a sec. Yeah. Because first of all, Duel of Fates. Yeah. Probably uh, my favorite Star Wars. Probably one of the songs. most now recognizable yeah. besides oh, the main for theme. Sure. Yeah. Or um, Imperial March. Yeah. Those are the three. March. Those are the those titans. Are yeah. For me, this takes the cake. Like anytime yeah. I hear this, I'm pumped. Like I yep. used to put this on to get excited about shit. <laughs> like that's that's what I, that's the kind of kid <laughs> I was. I'm gonna brush my teeth today. Uh, put the pants on. But the, first of all, the choreography <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Uh, because you have someone like Ray Park, you do whatever the fuck you want with it. Um, Scott goosebumps thinking about it in my head. Yeah, I mean, I also the, thinking about it in my head. The, oh, well, it, like Tom Tom brings up a lot. Like, use your fight scenes to push the story, hmm. and it does that really well. Yeah, right. So, like throughout this whole film, you you hear about the Sith rising. You're like, there's Sith again. What's happening? What's going to happen? And this is a culmination of everything Obi Wan and Qui Gon have gone through. I want to compound the f- that with the scene where we first see Darth Maul attack Qui Gon. Yeah, and. When Qui-Gon escapes finally, Obi-Wan's like, what is that? And he said, I don't know. They don't even mention it as a who is yeah. he yeah. or what, what was, was going well, on. Well, and then we find out later on sure. in a scene between Yoda and what is Samuel Jackson's uh, character? Mace Windu. Mace. Mace Windu. They're talking about there can only be two. Yeah. And I mean, I remember then I was like, what? Yeah. The rule of two, babe. Because they're more powerful. Yeah. If there's uh, only two. They get all the force. But then also, like, they, they were building up Darth Maul as well as Sidious up so well. Yeah. Because... Yeah. The, even the the imperial uh, the the trade federation are like now there's two of them. Yeah. It's like yeah. Well, it's like did we see the master or the apprentice? Yeah. Well, also I mean there's also the symbology of, <laughs> of Obi Wan using his master. master's blade to cut down the foe that kills it. It's his literal full circle moment of like trainer trainee to master. Master. Mm-hmm. Um and he, and they grant him for killing a Sith you automatically get Jedi master. Yeah. Um so it was kind of a cool. Really emotional moment there, and I, it ties into my defense of the whole film, and I think it's and, really important. And, and along that line, like getting, it's like passing the torch down, right? And it's like unfortunate events happen where the torch is just dropped down to him, and it 
in a nice way, it sets up the good consequence that Qui-Gon has placed upon Obi-Wan. Mm. Like, of this is the path that I decided to take, but that now you must fulfill. And it's, yeah. it, although it's like, I must do this for my master, but it's also like, this is the path that, that, was, the path that was set for me, and I have real no choice but to, to train this boy. It was boy. a dying wish kind of thing. Yeah, so. and he even like said at the, you know, when he's like, don't, you know, don't uh, piss off the council. If you were actually listening to them, you'd be part of the council too. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I can't train him, but he can watch me. And then he says, train him. Just yeah. fucking train him. Yeah. And it's it's all fucking downhill from there. Fucking yeah. Qui-Gon ruined everything. And Star Wars yeah. ensues. Uh, no, because he does restore balance to the Force. Yeah. He does. He does. True. After a he's hot Agent minute. Smith. No one else would have killed Palpatine except for him. Yeah. Fair. Fair point. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Dun, dun, dun. That was your favorite <laughs> yeah. part, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, the Tatooine sequences are, I think, were to me the best. Yeah, Tatooine, tr- uh, pod racing, Padme, Qui Gon. It's the premise Being to play. In the shop. It's yeah. the promise to play. So it's like we get to see the characters actually be them. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah. In think, in different environments that like. Well, it goes back to the whole dusty environment of that we were like familiar with in the first film. Yeah. yeah. Of A New Hope. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's not what they wear normally. I mean, that's not just desert garb. That's what they actually wear is brown garb, you know, neutral colors. Yeah. yeah. Can I also just and say ponchos. how satisfying it is to watch Jedi cut down battle droids? Yeah. Like just with the yes. just like frame, 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 well, yeah. just falling like apart. Butter. And as much as everyone likes, you know, wants to hate on these films, like these prequel films gave us the best Star Wars fight scenes. They yes, they know. did. Yes, they did. Um, like the the moment when he uses his lightsaber to start to cut through the door, the door in the Trade the Federation, bull- and it becomes like bit, huh? molten lava. I was yeah. like, they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, it's funny because the Trade Federation reflect that. They said that's impossible. Yeah, it was well, cool. That's impossible. Yeah, oh I can say it, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he can say it. Uh, oh, my, no. I think uh, my favorite is Duel of the Fates, uh, fight the whole battle sequence, um, and the pod pod racing scene. Yeah, so classic, pretty much exactly what he said. Classic it's scenes. Like, yeah, the things that the movie's known for, um, obviously. For and then the obviously racing. the little nods, like him building C three PO, being a genius about that. Greedo being in there, I love. I, for some reason, that just gets me in the right spot. Yeah. But to your point, I actually do like Palpatine, Chief Palpatine, being all. This is this is where his power goes away. Yeah. And this is where the bureaucrats come in. Mm-hmm. Now see I'm like, Parseltown? He's fucking <laughs> like I like I said, when I was young, I couldn't have cared less. Like I thought he was I obviously knew it was he was a good actor and I was like I understood fundamentally I, what was happening. I didn't had no idea who he was. Oh. So I didn't know him until Revenge of the Three? Sith. And you were like what? And I was like, oh. And I wish I had that moment because that sounds dope as fuck. Yeah. And then so I was like, <laughs> I think after that movie, they're like, yeah, and it's all Jar Jar's fault. Then I was like, oh, the, or, the fan theory that he's a Sith Lord. But also, like, he's the one that also well, was he, like, yeah, he's a good uh, oh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 I'm blah. sorry, he what? Initiates the thing. Yeah, there's a, not heard there's that? a fan theory, theory that Jar Jar is a Sith Lord, and he's the re- he actually played stupid and moved all this forward working with Palpatine. In every scene that he's not actually talking, he's doing something weird with his hands. And so it's like the Snape quarrel thing. <laughs> my mind is being blown right now. Also, the little ETs in there are pretty great, yeah. too. Shout oh, I was just going to say, one of my favorite moments is the moment that I pointed them out. Yeah. The little ETs to Bonnie. I was like, wait for it. Wait for it. Pause. What does that look like to you? And that's sad. And she just stopped. She Do you was, know why he did it? Because Spielberg put Yoda in E.T. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Friendship. Fun fact. Uh, yeah. Where does that I mean? Any, there's. Any I could go on parts? forever I, and ever and ever. Um, Caitlin. Go ahead. I think. I no, they won't. <laughs> yeah, actually, Watto, Watto moments for whatever mm. reason, because he's so gross. 
He's got like literally pink hair like on his chin. I, I, I don't know. He's got what I have on my face on his chin. <laughs> just wow. moldy pubes. Just any. <laughs> just because of like, I, I like the character of him so much that it, it like those are the parts with him become my favorite because he's so unlikable. He's so scummy. Yeah, he sounds like he can't poop. Yeah. Also, wait, hold on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's got the prostate the size of a horse. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> How did you turn it into that? That is my favorite. Wow. <laughs> that is mark uh, this uh, episode eighty nine. My is. favorite. Also, at wow. the end of the pod race, when uh, after <laughs> yeah. uh, that great thing is that baby Greedo. Yeah. Oh my. That's god. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's it's implied so that that's Greedo. I was like, I think oh he even says it. I don't, he I don't, calls him Greedo. I didn't hear it. Maybe I made that up. But also, you I'm like, have, you're going to die. You make up a lot. So I do make up everything. Also, yeah. I'm like, you're going to die. I'm like 99. <laughs> please correct Sweet me child. on that someone, but I'm like 99% sure it that's Greedo. But, yeah. uh, I mean, there's other Redinians in the galaxy. He's going to be murdered. Maybe. Maybe he, there's he only shot one. shot first. No, he didn't. Han he shot the last of his kind. But he got murdered. He still he, got murdered. Well, he tried to kill him. Self-defense. He got murdered. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he pays to clean it up, so yeah. Han's a good guy. Yeah, that's good. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have tons, and I'll go into it. it. It goes in with my defense thing, and I'll do it after the qualms. Favorite characters? Yeah. And side characters. So we'll do the main three is <laughs> Liam, Ewan, Natalie Portman. They got the highest billing, and then we'll mm-hmm. do all the side characters from there. Okay. For me, it's Obi-Wan all day. That is the greatest thing to come out of this trilogy. Yeah. Is Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi, General Kenobi. Uh, oh. and, and he's actually been rated as the more memorable than Alec Guinness. Yeah, wow. for sure. Yeah. Which I thought was cool, which is like, to wow. me is a big deal because I grew up, I until I was nine, I watched those movies religiously and that was my Obi-Wan forever. Yeah. And I, uh, I feel bad because the thing is like this, Alec Guinness has like two main lines. It's like, these are not the joys you're looking for. Yeah. And also, if you strike me down, but those are his main things. Yeah. And also like, Obi-Wan, I haven't been called that for, well, that's it. But this is like, you had three movies with him, you got a TV series with him, two hello? TV series. Hello there. That's my favorite line in the whole trilogy. It's not in this And one. then you got the, the, little, the little fingers. Oh, little the fin- best fighting style of all times. If you get the chance to watch Star Wars Rebels, he meets up with Darth Maul again, and it's the greatest thing in the whole world. Narratively, it is if one of the best fights ever. Clone Wars. Yes. That's, this is the one thing, retroactively, we never get in the movies. And when we do that, we'll cross that bridge there. We just never get any of the Jedi in the Stormtrooper uniforms. I know. Which is the oh. best It's, a good, it's yeah, the yeah, best yeah. look. Anyways, favorite char- side character. Mm. Uh, oh, so yeah. Obi-Wan is my favorite character. And then I think my favorite side character. Uh, side piece. Piece of fries. It's either Sebulba. Because the character design is fucking awesome. So cool that he went back and put him into the old movies. Or Palpatine. She of, yeah. I think he's she like of. I think he's really interesting as a character and probably one of the more interesting storylines as an adult to watch. His rise to power and mm-hmm. how he manipulates like a puppet master manipulates mm. the entire republic. Um I'm going to agree with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um uh, favorite uh main main uh lead character. Uh side is gonna be Darth Maul. I've just yeah the design of oh. him. And which is like when it's I've too late now. When I've heard no going back that they're Dummy. that he's not dead. Oh. Like I try I go, I want that. I need that in my life. Like a movie, like like don't they reference that in solo? Yeah. He is yeah. he's, he's yeah, back with right. robot legs. That's right. That's right. Sorry, my brain. And went. then Khaleesi's massive like, spoiler. Khaleesi's, yeah. Sorry. I mean, we did the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Khaleesi's like Oh, okay, Madrathmal, and he stands up. Like, ah! I just would love to see because I 
It's covered in Clone Wars. What happens? Yes. to him. No. I would love to and see like a, Two a times. movie. I would love to see a movie of yeah. that, of that oh, transfer. That might have been Savage. the direction they were headed towards. An entire yeah. movie about Darth, Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you know okay. how much money that would make if they You're did welcome. it right? I'd make a lot of money a lot. and probably I'll be mine. It'd be yeah. like a Suicide Squad version of Maul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maul me, please. Uh, the Yo. Phantom Returns. <laughs> Sorry. Fa- Ooh. Revenge of I the Phantom. I just need to hold your hand. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of hand holding happening today. <laughs> I don't think it was just him as part of, part of the Phantom. But, yeah. No, I know. Or but, the Menace, rather. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was also Palpatine, and it was also... I like Phantom Returns. Yeah. A new Menace. Menace strikes back. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Return of the Menace. <laughs> and then Dennis the Menace. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Favorite uh, Apprentice is just named Dennis. Cinematic uh, Universe. Si- Darth Dennis. Darth Maul. Go ahead. Uh, Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. Yeah. Qui-Gon's a G. Uh, yeah, Ali. Uh, for me, it's, it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon first, Obi-Wan second. That's, I really Obi-Wan's like your side? Obi-Wan's my side. because. I just really love the character of Qui-Gon Jinn. In that case, was, if he's a side, I would say Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. I was, yeah, I was heartbroken when he died. I was like, I want this character. I want to see more Qui-Gon. I'm pretty sure I screamed exactly like how Obi-Wan did in the theater. I was no! like, no! no! Yeah. <laughs> Tom? Uh, main character keeping Obi-Wan as the main? Yeah. Uh, Qui-Gon. And uh, Pad- Padamame. 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 She's, a, she's a close third. I Here's a couldn't. fun fact. And they reference it in one of the films. Do you know what Qui-Gon Jinn was the first Jedi to ever do? Uh, to use for, Force Lightning. No. To, to, to use Mind Stab Manipulation. Stab a door with a sword. Mind he was, Manipulation. He was the first Jedi to ever figure out how to oh, force, force Ghost. Yeah. <gasps> oh. He learned how to use the Force Because Yoda's the one that tells him, but he's like, At I've the end of three, con- I yeah. think. I got contact with a friend of yours, and he's like, he was learning how to blah, blah, blah. He's like... Qui-Gon? So that's why I want that Kenobi movie because it's him in search of Qui-Gon. We get Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon Jinn in ghost form. Anyway, that's not this episode. Anyway. And then we get Hank Christensen. (laughs) Um, Now for the qualms. Quim quams. Qualmy qualms. I'll go. Yeah. Uh, Main thing, it's a writing thing. Uh, A lot of the... They don't spend a lot of time in the beginning to kind of give you an idea of who these Jedi are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, do, they let the scroll They're just like, it. here you go. They let the scroll Figure do it, it out. And it's kind of like, yeah, I get it. But it's kind of like, I don't get that same Luke Skywalker feel. Where yeah. it's like, all right, here's a kid. Here he comes from. We don't get that till like, I think 30 minutes until the film when we actually meet Anakin. Okay. And so it's like, all right, here's Anakin. And so it's like, am I supposed to care for the kid now? Or am I supposed right. to care about for the Jedi? And I think the really heartbreaking thing and why Qui-Gon became my favorite character watching it over again is because Obi-Wan's out of the film for a third of the film and it like kind of breaks mm-hmm. my heart when I was like and I think I, it, it, it really touched me with the moment I had when I was a child when I was like yeah I don't care about Obi-Wan and then all of a sudden I realized who Obi-Wan was I was like oh I care <laughs> but then it's like I cared a lot about Qui-Gon yeah uh, and you do because he is like Mufasa yeah, yeah. Um, and even as a kid though Obi-Wan, everything the light touches Obi-Wan <laughs> what about that place? What the fuck did I just say? The light touches. Yeah. Uh, did anyone get that? Okay. Yeah, I got uh, it. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing. It's like, I, you know, and I kind of just think about it where there is some arguments for the fact that the Jedi don't have a lot of agency in what they are doing. They're kind of just pushed along a lot of sides. But that argument gets shattered because of the second act, which mm. again, is, to me, is like, is the film. The second act is the film. Everything else could kind of go away. Um, because when Qui-Gon starts like, oh, this boy is really talented. This boy has powers. This boy, blah, 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 blah. Like, I would love if the film had mainly just the boy and Qui-Gon. Yeah. Mm. Um, because he starts he, to question things. Well, he starts, 
intervening with fate and with chance with, you know, using the force to change the die. He starts like making deals and then going, doubling on those deals mm-hmm. where it's like, cool, he's making decisions. Yeah. yeah. Well, Other I mean, than she's that, the, she's a kid that has greater potential than Yoda. Yeah. It's like, well, something's not right. The, yeah. The, I mean, the biggest thing that they do for character development or at least character establishment is kind of like, Obi-Wan's like, I have a bad feeling about this master. And it's like, Patience yeah. and focus your mind. And then that's it. It's a big deal. It kind of just shows just the master apprentice dynamic, but it doesn't really show like why the council set them there. Da 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 da. Yeah. Um it's just and, the friendship. Yeah. The and then like later on it's like, here's Jar Jar. We gotta run. We gotta go to the gun guns. You're gonna die. Well, how about we do this? Big fish. Yeah. And so it's like there's a lot of just like push, 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 push to get to this point. It's mm. not a lot of like, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. The only point to get that are slightly from Qui-Gon, but no one else. And it's, it's a little like I don't care. And the funny thing, so this the second qualm is actually, and I don't think it's like a real big qualm. It's more like it doesn't hit the mark for me. I don't know. That's a weird, I, that's a really weird thing, but I think Corey says in the right way in that sense is the pod racing sometimes. Now, as an adult, I got a little bored. I was just really? like, really? I was like, wow, this is really long. I get it. But I was like, as a kid, I lost my mind when I saw it. Yeah. But then this, I'm like, is any of that from the fact that you've seen it all before and know the outcome, though? Mm, Can you separate that? No, because there was a part where I think the first person that dies in the caves, I was like, oh, he didn't have to die. The guy's like, ah. Yeah, I was really sad. And <laughs> then, did he but, die? But then later on, I was like, yeah. oh, they're still racing. Sad. And I was like, this is really long. And it's like, it's weird because I compare it to like Mad Max, right? Where like it's a long driving scene or a long racing scene. Yeah. But that one doesn't have like the same editing effect. I think the sound design's great. And I think the music and where it progresses is great. But I think it just is too long. A couple for me. minutes shorter. Yeah. I think they, I think, I know the second lap is like the shortest sequence. And I think they cut a bunch of it out too, if I'm not, if I remember that correctly. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, don't, so I think it's just even the, after all that, the intercut between long. everybody. I just kind of like, all right, I, I get it. I get it. And I mean, like, I love the the stakes of like, yeah, maybe I'll finish it. And it's like, maybe you'll finish. You've never finished a race. And I was like, oh, this is even bigger stakes. So it's yeah. like, it yeah. felt good. And then people die. I was like, this feels good. And then I was like, a lot of people died who I don't care about. So let's hurry up and get to it. Yeah. Um, but then like the point where like he <laughs> wow. has to, you know, connect the coupling back. I was like, okay, cool. Cool danger. Yeah. But that was it. Cool was, danger. Um, cool danger. Hashtag cool danger. Yeah. And then... um. I don't know. I, I I don't mind the gun gun scenes. I thought it expands the world. All the character designs for their like, city's the, fucking dope. Yeah, the new yeah. Mo- the new cool. the new aliens also. The stuff. mouth breathe the underwater breathers. By the way, uh, I, I thought that was real forever. The, I think that the government actually hit them up because they thought that they had actually concocted something. If I remember correctly from an interview a long really? time ago, I believe the, that like government officials hit them up to be like, "Hey, um, how do you make those? Because we want them." And they were like, "No, no, no, they're fake." CG. I mean, <laughs> another another little handy little breath. thing. Uh, Qui Gon's little communicator is actually just a woman's razor. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those Gillette razors. I'm gonna go like look back at it. Wow. Flat razors, like well, he just that used, were like, big the back, back then. Of it or something? No, they uh, like they refashioned it. Like that's they awesome. Spray painted it and uh, all that kind of stuff. I think the droids anyway. are a little too dumb. Yeah, that's it. Roger, Roger. They're just uh, a little, Roger, a little Roger. too dumb. I, I'm okay with them being dumb like stormtroopers, but they're dumber than stormtroopers. One of my favorite jokes in the movie is, uh, "Where are you taking them to Coruscant? Coruscant? Where are you taking them to Coruscant? Uh, uh, that doesn't compute. That's the part uh, that you're under arrest. <laughs> that's the part that got me. I was like, they're too dumb." Fair. Well, I think they just were checking. There's no scheduled shuttles to Coruscant. Yeah. Or they're not programmed to know what Coruscant is. Yeah. Because they're super basic task. Yeah, maybe. But it's kind of like you let an entire society get in, like, 
get taken over by well, these dum dums. The, it's the numbers. It's, yeah, it's just sheer quant- yeah. quantity. It's, it's, it's just more guns. It's, it's not trained guns. Yeah, but it's guns. because they're they blunt con- instruments. Continue to just throw them at armies yeah. and no one's dying. Yeah. Whereas the Gungans are like, yeah, we have a big army, but like when we get hit, we can't just rebuild them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's how it got taken. And then, and then even they, with the clones, they want to, they want to be as trained efficient. soldiers. They want more efficiency without. Without but then the you see, like later on, they got like droidicas and the battle droid, the big metal ones that yeah. have like the, 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 the wrist lasers and shit. That like and the plasma handle staffs. some shit. Like the droidicas, I was scared of that shit. Those things were. I was intense. like, they have shields. Oh, I mean, I'm and sorry. Are those the rolling ones? Yeah, destroyers yeah, yeah, that just come intense. out and then throw up a shield. Oh, those and they're are like, they have shields. And then they ran. Super speed. Well, they're like it's a standstill. Yeah. Those are mine. Um, I'm gonna be last. Um, qualms, boy. Uh. Well, for me, uh, a lot of it stems from um, some dialogue that I didn't like, and also some wooden dialogue. Some wooden dialogue, yeah. um, but mainly it was for sure the child actor for Anakin. I just couldn't really Jake Lloyd. I didn't like his the way he delivered certain lines. It felt a little very cheesy precocious. sometimes. Very red, sometimes. <sighs> yeah, very red. Um, so for me, it felt a little, uh, a little kind of flat. And and for a movie where this is supposed to be like. Anakin's story we don't meet him for a long time and then for me he didn't like steal the show or or like I, I was still interested in Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon at that point and right. and even even through the rest of it I, I couldn't get myself behind caring for like Anakin or his story to quote Josh but he's a child but he's a child <laughs> but I just I just kidding, saw a child not too long ago in a movie and I loved it yeah yeah um, shout out to Darla shout out to Darla but um, um for Star Wars it just didn't like he wasn't f- funny. He wasn't like a funny kid. He wasn't like charming. We're also coming off the tail end in that time. And I agree with you. It's a little more so than I, I even I can handle, but we're coming off a time of like the nineties kid actors weren't great. Right. Like I think yeah. the yeah. hottest watched, thing was Macaulay Calkin. And, and he's Olsen, not even that great. Olsen twins. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. watch home alone, a lot of his deliveries are just like, it felt like someone said, now say this zingers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because I were, fucking love Home Alone. Wolf, there wolf. were moments though where you like you saw a bit of a performance where he got emotional or, or whatever, yeah. and I just didn't. I, f- I feel like I didn't get that. It wasn't at consistent. All, I bought where, the pure hardness though. That part yeah. I got. Where, but that was just more like, well, you're just a kid. You're innocent. You don't know what's going on in the world, as opposed to like yeah. you're special for so this. He knows. I mean, he does know a lot. He knows about the Jedi and how to build shit. No so one could be, be a the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, right. I wish that were true. That was my main qualm. Really, uh, aside from that, it was just like the. It just didn't feel like a like a per, like a story of a person. Like it, just it felt, felt like, like someone else's story, not his. Right, or, or not even and not even anybody's story. Well, it felt I like mean, nobody's story. It was just things were just happening. The so thing, I, I couldn't follow. Thing. It's the agency thing. There's like, no. There's the not a lot. Closest of that I felt was that it was Obi Wan's. I was I was gonna say that one would argue that it's not. I mean, there's actually I know a that really good argument, and I'll send it to you guys that the prequels are actually. Uh, Obi Wan story in the sense of how the original trilogies follow Luke, but it's actually a Darth Vader story. Mm-hmm. That the prequels, yeah, they follow Anakin, but it's mm-hmm. actually an Obi Wan. He's like a connector. Was yeah. that what you were saying, Sorry. Josh? Go ahead. I can see. Um, I was gonna just kind of say that the this one isn't. I know that we're getting the storyline of developing Darth Vader, but this first one isn't about him. He just happens to be a character in it. Mm-hmm. So I guess the. The focus on him, because the plot focused so much on him. Yeah, after kind they of, find him. Yeah, right. I would. Yeah. I would argue that this is probably an Obi Obi Wan mm-hmm. Qui Gon story. Yeah, and that. So there's just that disconnect of like the plots following this character that isn't making an emotional impact on me, but then this other amazing supporting character is, is. kind of carrying it. 
Yeah. But it's unfortunately, it could be so much better if they focused on him. Mm -hmm. But because they're not focusing on I him, I can see that there's a little bit of a disconnect. So I appreciate his performance and, and his stuff. And like, I love the story of Phantom Menace. It's just the way it was put together and executed. Not my favorite. Yeah. Mm. It's, kind of, it's kind of similar to Wiser. Um, my crummy qualms, um, I am a supporter. I, I do. I can. You are in defense of the films. I, have, I, I am of the Phantom Menace. I'm and the, of the For the record, trilogy. I'm not against the movies. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, no. Um, I'm just not like vehemently against them like some people are. Right. I watch them and my qualms about this movie are qualms that I have with all of them in a sense that they're not long enough. Yes, that, <laughs> yeah. that is that is cool. Not enough Caitlin? Obi-Wan. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, they're silly. They're just the, mm. the, I feel like George Lucas is the only person that can take great actors and make them seem like really bad actors. Oh. And that's why the performance of well, Ewan McGregor is so amazing because he can make the writing as, and silly might not be the right word. Killing younglings. Um, but it's, it is one of those things that it's just so stupid at sometimes. I mean, these are, this was the first one he directed, right? Well, out of the prequels. Second one. Yeah. He made the, he directed the first one. He did New Hope, but then Kirshner did Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire and China, yeah. But so I, I like, mean, yeah. just the, this is this is probably a writing thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not even a directing oh, yeah. thing because it's like you can direct. I mean, it is what it is. The words are the words. Um, so there's that a but little bit. The where, but, it, 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 but here's the thing. I go into the movies expecting that. Mm. I, it's not like these are going to break my They're world. Like and, yeah. Um, where it's like, I'm not. It's fun, everybody. It's OK to like things. Yeah. This is neat. Are we not amazed with how cool this is? Yeah. <laughs> 1999, everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of good storytelling elements. There's a lot yeah. of like, yeah. just an example of a small foreshadow is during the Duel of Fates, you see Obi-Wan get knocked down like two platforms and he force jumps up to get back to the battle. And then what does he do to defeat Darth Maul? Force, force jumps over him. To, so like it's established ability. and then executed. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. establish, execute, establish, execute. That's used really, really well. Mm -hmm. I mean, and... And to be clear, is it's not about the storytelling or anything like yeah. that. It's some of the dialogue is a little wooden. So, yeah, that's how I describe. Like, that's um, how I describe it. Like, but it doesn't. Like, Are you an angel? Yeah. Again, <laughs> it doesn't. I, like I thought that was cute, but that's, that's me. Yeah. It doesn't no, take adorable. away from it yeah. whatsoever. And that, of course, that does translate to Jar Jar Binks a little in terms of some of his lines that you're like, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't. Why is everybody mad about Jar Jar Binks? Watching it as an adult, I'm like, okay, I get it, but. He's a bit much at times, but there are some times legitimately I still laugh. He well, he's a slap. Yeah, he's I can a see slap yours. He's so the moment. So the moment when it, and it's usually not the moments where he's by himself. I usually don't care for the slapstick stuff, like yeah. when it's the bomb stuck to his foot, whatever. Yeah. But like in the moments where Qui Gon grabs his, his tongue, tongue in the middle, don't do that again. Or he shocks himself between the pod racer, and he's like, my throat, my throat. I was like, yeah, he's an he's an idiot. He's a yeah, which is idiot. fine, yeah. but I think or the, the reason Qui -Gon why knocks him out. The reason why people don't like it is because like there there was not a lot of slapstick humor in the prequels, and again, yeah. it's, right. that, it's that I call again, I'll call the, it the, the poison scene. goggles. It's like it's not like the same thing that I just watched. Yeah. It's like then watch the same thing you just watched. Yeah. Um. So it's it's tough because the the actor who portrayed him like you know it's it was almost it's it's uh who's the guy who did Sesame Street all the the puppets and Henson Henson it's like it's very much we were doing that with that character for the first time yeah and yeah. it was revolutionary in that sense but it's kind of like in fact Henson also did Yoda yeah and it, and yeah. in that sense it's kind of like well, well 
again, coming from two TV series of Ewoks, where do you think it was going to go? It had to become like a childlike story. And then you see the complete tone shift in Clone Clone Wars. Yeah. Because like no one wanted the family movie. Like this was the first time to do that, but also to create the But he's got some great moments. Like the fight with Sebulba is super important yeah. to, to the plot and I thought that he was great in that scene eating the chicken like looking around making sure and he like grabs not a chicken but whatever it's supposed to be yeah. and then he catches him by the tongue and like beats the shit out of him <laughs> it's great it's awesome anyway so I mean he's he's watching it now I can go okay I kind of see but it is what it is like I'm like watching it and I'm it's like it's a product of the time it's also a product of the time and the story of the world mm-hmm. like what you were saying earlier of like presenting a new time before the darkness yeah and so it's like, allow us to get that lightness, get that silly character. Like that's, it's fine. Like yeah. what? Well, like one specific line of dialogue that I is is that like Aryan Angel thing where it's like, you're not you're not tricking you're not just tricking the audience to thinking he means uh like biblical angels. Yeah. But it feels like Nellie Portman's character thinks he's saying biblical angels until he says the angels that the space angels. Were. Yeah. So I'm like stars and stuff. Yeah. Why is that a joke in this? Oh yeah, like mm, fair. Do you is there Christianity? <laughs> Judeo yeah, well, well, the whole thing is the Jedi is supposed to be a standard for like the Presbyterian Church, right? So. But using using the word angel in the movie, yeah. It's and then the, there's Portman the same argument being in, tricked uh, in for a um, There's the same argument in um, Empire Strikes Back because Han says go to hell, and he goes, "Is there a hell? Yeah. Do they believe in these things?" And you're just like, I think he says it again in Solo, probably. And so it's kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe there it is really, it's really glaring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But again, it's a galaxy long, long time ago. Of course, Jesus was there. Jesus was there. Don't you know? Even even with everything that was just said, it's still Jar Jar for me. Mm -hmm. That's fine. He he just bothers me. And like when it got back to like the eating of the table and he like is eating fruit in the middle of the scene, Mm -hmm. like in the middle of the dialogue and he grabs his tongue and is like, don't do that again. I was like, I feel the same way. Yeah. Don't, I think that's why they had him do it. Don't do that again. You're supposed to anymore. feel the same way. I know. But so it, can it, I just ask a question? Huh? Because you said he just, he bothers you. Yeah. I, I am he, really trying to understand. Yeah. Why? Like, he what just, is it? It's just the, his behavior, like that kind of stuff. It took me it's out of the storyline okay. because he annoyed me. I mean, and and okay. I remember that when I saw it the first time, I was like, this guy's too much. I found like, almost none of his stuff funny. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I didn't much. find it funny. Like, and... And that's personal. I'm prepared for a comedic like, relief at any given point. And that's fine. Like, I'm not saying that it's it's bad, it's the worst, it sucks yeah. because Jar Jar was there. It's just like, and I mean, that actor did a great job with Jar Jar. That's yeah. like, yeah. What he was in doing. my mind, like an iconic character because everyone knows what someone's talking about when they say Jar Jar Binks. Like yeah. how he moves, how he talks, everything. I don't, did an amazing job he in that all regard. That himself too. But I also didn't love his voice. Like it bothered me a little bit. I was yeah. for an amphibian fine. creature type thing. That is also trouble. Just, just well, I yeah, guess that, 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 that bothered just, me more. Actually, yeah, Watto's right. voice bothered me. Not just his voice, but the way he like, like the really high end pitches, screech, screeches. Screeches. Yeah, like that stuff. I was like, I don't yeah. want to do that. It's, it's, it's I think sausage. it was just. <laughs> That's the stuff. Too That's many what I'm elements about. of Jar Jar were grating to me. Okay. And I wish that if they had they had maybe rounded it out a little more, like still have the slapstick in there, but find a way to not make it so overt. But like I watched some behind the scenes stuff and he was very like, walk like your limbs are noodles. Like he told him to be that over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, was like yeah. made to be that way yeah. on purpose, but yeah. it just didn't sit right with me is all. The, didn't hit the well, mark. And, yeah. and I mean, I think the tough thing, it's yeah. like, it goes back to the writing. Right. And I think for me, like, 
and Corey knows this. Corey can test attest to this. Like, I am not for a good comedic relief. Yeah. But the thing is, George R. to me is not the worst thing in the film, mm-hmm. and it's to me he's almost like Drax in Guardians of Galaxy. Okay. Nothing but comedic relief, mm-hmm. except that when okay. Drax is written into it, it's like part of his character, but it it coalesces with the team. Yeah. Right. right? And this one, it just like he's kind of a character in his own right. And like, if we had a movie of him in the desert by himself, he could do a one act show. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. I think that's to me, it was kind of like that's how I felt about it. And as a kid, I remember watching, it, I was like, uh, I had the toys of it. I don't care. And as a watching, kid, I thought he was fucking hilarious. And watching it as an adult, <clears throat> like again, like to me, it's like I see where they're doing with this character, and I see all the comedic beats actually for yeah. it. And I'm like, it makes sense. Um, but like the fact of the glaring of like you don't have Obi Wan reprimanding him as much. You don't have Padme doing that. You have Anakin who barely interacts with and them. Just Qui Gon. Yeah, it's just Qui Gon. But if you had Anakin and him becoming friends, and it's like, let me show you a gun gun game, and it's like, okay, yeah, I can get this. If they built yeah. the character a little more beyond the that's jokes, I think yeah, was, he was well, a squeaky it's kinda like, wheel. It's kind of like, like you Chewie, could just delete him, and nothing would change. It's kind of like if Chewie, you know, like again, starting to play that fucking chess game. Except that they would have lost the battle. Yeah, against the droids. Yeah, yeah, but Where? that's the only thing. The Which gun gun battle. That you, I thought the, general. The, yeah. General. He's the one who accidentally wins the battle for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it, it's a, it's a little bit too much. The comedy was a little high for me. Like I didn't care for the voice of the viceroys. Like I thought that I, even at the time thought it was a little ridiculous. Who did yeah. I? Yeah. Over here. Um, that's how and that's the I, I know. I didn't care for Watto's voice either, even though I make fun I of like it all the time. But super anti-Semitic. Not then, but now if you look back on it, it is. And it yeah. bugged me then too. You might as well have gold rings on. Um, but for me, there there isn't much. Um, there isn't much qualms. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah. It, my whole thing was in, in and I'll break, make this brief because I know we're already running a little long here. Um, but the I know we all like this movie. And so I won't, this isn't mainly for you. This is mainly for a lot of people that I've talked to in the past that hate these films. There's a lot of people who don't think they should be here. And here's why I think that they're mischaracterized as bad additions to the Star Wars film. Um, Because one of the main themes to me throughout the original trilogy is the importance of friends and family. Mm -hmm. That's like at the core of it. Luke's whole thing is his friends and his family come first, right? His dad's Darth Vader. Does he give up on him? No, because it's his dad. Um, and it also this this movie also brought us the Jedi Code, which is also what Anakin defies and Luke defies, but it's isolation versus uh, companionship. Mm. So like anytime anyone in Star Wars is quote unquote isolated, something goes wrong. They don't rely on friends, whatever it is. Luke leaves his aunt uncle, they get killed. Like um, Anakin leaves his family. And, his and Palpatine's whole thing is to isolate him from the Jedi Council and tell him the things he thinks he needs to hear to turn him. And instead of going to this information to the council or to Obi-Wan, he just takes it in and is isolated and ends up turning. Um, On the other side of that, the Jedi council who say there aren't emotion, you can't have emotion, you can't feel those things are wrong as well. It's how you use the emotion. The only reason Obi-Wan is able to defeat Darth Maul is because he uses his emotion for good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only reason Luke Skywalker can defeat Darth Vader is when he uses his emotion for good to defeat to, to defeat him. Yeah. And that gets compounded with Qui-Gon because yeah. a lot of Qui-Gon's Mufasa advice is trust your feelings. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like if you abide by the code, you'll know the way. And that's it's a flaw in the council that Qui-Gon sees 
that Obi-Wan still hasn't understood yeah. yet until the very end. And it's, it's I mean, I mean even Obi-Wan and Yoda tell Luke to not go and don't use your emotions and that kind of thing. And he just says, like, no, I'm going to. And that's what made Luke so powerful is that he could use these emotions but do something his dad couldn't, which is not give in to them. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so he used them as a, as a shield instead. And I think this movie does a really good job at telling the importance of, of family. So, like, you have... You have Jar Jar. Let's start with him. He was he was kicked out of the, the Gungan. Gungan cities, but he creates this new family with Qui Gon, Anakin, his Padme. mom, that stuff. He ends up being a general in the Gungan army, winning, saving the day, all that kind of stuff because he believed in companionship. You have Obi Wan and Qui Gon, who are like the epitome epitome of how to work with a friend on something. They Buddy disagree Kong. on quite a lot, mm-hmm. but the way they talk to each other isn't like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. In fact, a lot of what Qui-Gon said is like, I understand what you're saying. I feel this way and I think we have to do this and I think it's important. And a lot of time Obi-Wan's like, all right, I, I dig that, right? Anakin finds his new... F- so like, the important with Anakin thing is he's a slave. Him and his mom are slaves. But what do they have? Each other. Each other. And it keeps them happy mm-hmm. and it keeps them fine. Like, he's not a sad kid. Yeah. He not. actually likes fixing things They're and repairing things. Yeah. So Building like... Building C-3PO for his mom. For me, this movie does a lot to really hit home and set the groundwork since it is the first one mm-hmm. of the themes of the entire Star Wars it franchise. It sets up the lies for the, and the wants. Right. And like it, 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 for me, disillusioned, I was super disillusioned with the Jedi and I was like, oh, they're always right. They're the good guys. Da, 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 da. And this movie was the one where I was like, wait a sec. Like, and, and some of those themes play out to the new films. Yeah. And yeah. like, and it played out in in fucking like Obi Wan even has the line only sits sits dealing yeah, absolutes. So it's like right, it's just handed to you on a silver platter. Like nobody's right, and and pretty much the theme of Star Wars is like friends and family are all we really have. Mm-hmm. So like let's rely on those, and we can save the day. And going, anyway, and going back to like wow, the, that I, got deep. So I, that's that's my defense of of this film and the, the rest of the the prequels as well. Well, go, and going back to like George Lucas, like Dang. wanting to combine all these cultures of like space and westerns and uh, Japanese samurais and stuff like that. It is like a samurai code yeah. where it's kind of like there's master apprentice and you know you you know give honor you know you put honor to your shogun and all that stuff. But it is that inner tor- turmoil mm-hmm. of duty as well as doing what's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think Josh you know mentions it a lot uh, when we talk about nerd on specifically, and this is a little bit of like. To your point, Corey, of like, not for us, but kind of like for everyone that listens at home. It's like, we're not, we don't subscribe to bullies. We don't subscribe to gatekeeping. We're welcomers. We open the bridges for everything. And since this film is kind of like the, the, the one that's marred in the the most amount of controversy, it's kind of like, you know, there's people who, there's actors who contemplated suicide and like people who've destroyed their social medias because of the things that happened in the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. And to Corey's point, it's like, you can love the thing that you love or you can hate the thing that you hate. But, you know, the people are people at the end of the day. Yep. 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 So, so anyway, that was my in defense of The Phantom Menace. I, that's A it. thesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Like Othaniel Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with it. Thank you. Um, so now we must rate. We yes. We must rate. So, so I go first because I had no ratings. It's a 3.9. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, it's probably to use. It's the least good Star Wars film. <laughs> I don't want to say the worst. It's the worst one. Because I don't know if I actually agree with that. It's one of. I think there's maybe one more that I like less than this. Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi? No. Oh. I rated that a four, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, it's one of the newer ones. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah. but uh, I think it, it's really an, an important 
movie and it gave us Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, which to me is like next to Chewbacca is like the greatest thing to come out of this franchise. So Wow. Uh, who, 3.9. Else got, who else got some votes? Uh, let's see. I have it written down here. I think, Tom, you have one. Okay. And Ali good. has one, and Josh has one, and Caitlin has two. Wow. Okay. Uh, Josh, Ali, and me. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, alphabetical, so it's Ali. <laughs> wow. Every time, Josh. <laughs> go on. Um, I am a 3.1. Cool. I think I voted. Fuck, I did vote wrong. Um, yeah, you did. No, it's Josh then. I'm not next. Oh, Josh, you're next. Alphabetical, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, four. Four. Oh, well. 3.8. 3.8. I I had 3.8 written, and then I changed it earlier. I had 3.9. <laughs> 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 At the beginning of the episode, I was like... I oh, had I had 2.9. Wow. Oh, wow. Caitlin, I chose Upgraded wrong. Upgraded to 3.9. I chose so wrong. Four! So it's you. It's no. Me. Oh, it's, it's Ali. That's what right. What are you talking 3.1. about, boy? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. He was just ready for How it to be you. How many votes I have, two? You had one, you had one vote. From who? You? I don't remember. I think it was, no, it was me. It was you. It was Josh. I voted Caitlin. I voted for yeah, Josh. I voted Caitlin too. I Here right. you go. You know me so well. You, you may take back the throne that we just trade. <laughs> yes. yeah. You just trade that it back. That sounds and about forth. right. I get it every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sometimes. Uh, I feel good about that, guys. Yeah. yeah. That was fine. Thanks complete. for letting me <laughs> word vomit for like two minutes. Hey, that was good. That was That's good fine. word vomit. Thank you. I think it was. It was something a perspective that I haven't really thought about before. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to, to be say wrong. Those words. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> He's quoting me yeah, earlier. Yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah, it's, you let him know it's fine to be wrong. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, yeah. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening. We really uh, appreciate you. Um, if you would like to check out more from us, you can check out our website, nerdon.tv. Uh, lots of stuff going on on our website. We've got a newsletter that you can sign up for. It mm-hmm. is once a month. We have a new show that we have started. Uh, called uh, the Nerd On Update. And a part of that show is questions from the audience. From you. From you listening, watching on YouTube. Send them, well, there are several ways. You can DM us. You can comment on anything that you see with a question. You can send an email. The easiest way is to email us, questions at nerdon.tv. That is the simplest way to get a question right to us. Um, But yeah, check that out. Uh, we also have another podcast called Trope Time. It is once a month, uh, first Monday of every month, hosted by our friends Izzy and Nikki. Really think people should check it out. Um, it's good when I'm stuff. editing it, yep. I'm always like, wow, this it's is legit. This it's is well awesome. thought out. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you loved it, please hit the like. Please hit a review Comment, on Apple. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, subscribe on Apple, iTunes, <laughs> all that good stuff. Submarine. Yes. Um, if you did not like it, please send it to your enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They will enjoy this. This will probably. Yeah. Um, they will absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not wearing a <laughs> Wow, twice in one episode. I, just, I had fun doing that it. That was the best uh, one. I had so uh, much fun. Do it. Yeah. Episode 89. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, on do that, it. as always, Nerd, nerd on! on. Ending broadcast.